Chapter 4 of an Introduction to the Principles of Morals and Legislation. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. An Introduction to the Principles of Morals and Legislation by Jeremy Bentham. Chapter 4 Value of a Lot of Pleasure or Pain how to be measured one pleasures then and the avoidance of pains are the ends that the legislator has in view it behooves him therefore to understand their value pleasures and pains are the instruments he has to work with it behooves him therefore to understand their force which is again in other words their value two to a person considered by himself the value of a pleasure or pain considered by itself will be greater or less according to the four following circumstances footnote these circumstances have since been denominated elements or dimensions of value in a pleasure or a pain not long after the publication of the first edition the following memorator verses were framed in the view of lodging more effectually in the memory these points on which the whole fabric of morals and legislation may be seen to rest intense long certain speedy fruitful pure such marks in pleasures and in pains endure such pleasures seek if private be thy end if it be public wide let them extend such pains avoid whichever be thy view if pains must come let them extend to few End of footnote. 1. Its intensity. 2. Its duration. 3. Its certainty or uncertainty. 4. Its propinquity or remoteness. 3. These are the circumstances which are to be considered in estimating a pleasure or a pain, considered each of them by itself. But when the value of any pleasure or pain is considered for the purpose, of estimating the tendency of any act by which it is produced there are two other circumstances to be taken into the account these are five its fecundity or the chance it has of being followed by sensations of the same kind that is pleasures if it be a pleasure pains if it be a pain six its purity or the chance it has of not being followed by sensations of the opposite kind that is pains if it be a pleasure pleasures if it be a pain these two last however are in strictness scarcely to be deemed properties of the pleasure or the pain itself they are not therefore in strictness to be taken into the account of the value of that pleasure or that pain they are in strictness to be deemed properties only of the act or other event by which such pleasure or pain has been produced and accordingly are only to be taken into the account of the tendency of such act or such event four to a number of persons with reference to each of whom to the value of a pleasure or a pain is considered it will be greater or less according to seven circumstances to wit the six preceding ones viz one its intensity two its duration three its certainty or uncertainty 
four its propinquity or remoteness five its fecundity six its purity and one other to wit seven its extent that is the number of persons to whom it extends or in other words who are affected by it five to take an exact account then of the general tendency of any act by which the interests of a community are affected proceed as follows begin with any one person of those whose interests seem most immediately to be affected by it and take an account one of the value of each distinguishable pleasure which appears to be produced by it in the first instance two of the value of each pain which appears to be produced by it in the first instance three of the value of each pleasure which appears to be produced by it after the first this constitutes the fecundity of the first pleasure and the impurity of the first pain four of the value of each pain which appears to be produced by it after the first this constitutes the fecundity of the first pain and the impurity of the first pleasure five sum up all the values of all the pleasures on the one side and those of all the pains on the other the balance if it be on the side of pleasure will give the good tendency of the act upon the whole with respect to the interests of that individual person if on the side of pain the bad tendency of it upon the whole six take an account of the number of persons whose interests appear to be concerned and repeat the above process with respect to each sum up the numbers expressive of the degrees of good tendency which the act has with respect to each individual in regard to whom the tendency of it is good upon the whole do this again with respect to each individual in regard to whom the tendency of it is good upon the whole do this again with respect to each individual in regard to whom the tendency of it is bad upon the whole take the balance which if on the side of pleasure will give the general good tendency of the act with respect to the total number of community of individuals concerned if on the side of pain the general evil tendency with respect to the same community six it is not to be expected that this process should be strictly pursued previously to every moral judgment or to every legislative or judicial operation it may however be always kept in view and as near as the process actually pursued on these occasions approaches to it so near will such process approach to the character of an exact one seven the same process is alike applicable to pleasure and pain in whatever shape they appear and by whatever denomination they are distinguished to pleasure whether it be called good which is properly the cause of or instrument of pleasure or profit which is distant pleasure or the cause or instrument of distant pleasure or convenience or advantage benefit emolument happiness and so forth to pain whether it be called evil which corresponds to good or mischief or inconvenience or disadvantage or loss or unhappiness and so forth eight nor is this a novel and unwarranted 
any more than it is a useless theory. In all this there is nothing but what the practice of mankind, wheresoever they have a clear view of their own interest, is perfectly conformable to. An article of property, an estate in land, for instance, is valuable on what account? On account of the pleasures of all kinds, which enables a man to produce, and what comes to the same thing, the pains of all kinds which it enables him to avert. But the value of such an article of property is universally understood to rise or fall according to the length or shortness of the time which a man has in it, the certainty or uncertainty of its coming into possession, and the nearness or remoteness of the time at which, if at all, it is to come into possession. As to the intensity of the pleasures which a man may derive from it, this is never thought of, because it depends upon the use which each particular person may come to make of it, which cannot be estimated till the particular pleasures he may come to derive from it, or the particular pains he may come to exclude by means of it, are brought to view. For the same reason, neither does he think of the fecundity or purity of those pleasures. Thus much for pleasure and pain, happiness and unhappiness in general. We come now to consider the several particular kinds of pain and pleasure. End of chapter 4